0: Hello and welcome to Not So Molly Mormon Podcast. This is Katie. I have a great little mini-sode for you today, obviously. Um, And I wanted to say I hope you all are well during this self-isolation, social distancing, quarantine time we are in, which is crazy. Um, I wanted to give you a few suggestions of what I've been doing to entertain myself and take my mind off of things before we get into this letter. So what I've been watching lately is I binged the entire season of The Stranger on Netflix, which was really interesting. And I found a really cool movie too. It was actually called The Endless that was really fascinating. Um, it's kind of like a sci fi movie, but also has some cult stuff mixed in there. So, if that's your thing, go check that out. Um, and I've been reading The Institute by Stephen King, which is also really interesting. Um, and besides that, I've just been trying to go for walks, bike rides, doing a little bit of gardening. And I hope you all are well, and I hope you're happy as happy as you can be in a time like this. So let me get into this letter to give you some entertainment today. Hey, gals. So I am new to your podcast and absolutely in love with both of you. Oh, thank you. I'd be asking y'all out for wine dates if we were close enough. It is Jesus juice after all. But that makes me think of Jesus having an orgasm, which I hope he did. But I don't want it in my mouth. <laughs> i digress <laughs> i'm from idaho falls idaho and lived in salt lake city for seven years with a conservative seven years in cash valley as well i just kept feeling like i need to send you some horror stories that i grew up with to give you some backstory i ca- i come from a pretty devout mormon family however my parents are both inactive and gasp divorced Not only were they divorced, my mom and dad were a disturbingly young 17 and 19 when I was born. My mother went through absolute fucking hell to keep me, let alone raise me. And as much as I do love my extended family, she was abused by all of them when she got pregnant. A bit of physical abuse was involved, but she was subjected to so, so, so fucking much psychological and emotional abuse. She still battles with the ramifications. It drives me insane how much guilt and shame have a hold on her. Oh, I'm sorry. My sister and I grew up on the fringes of Mormon society. Both of us were baptized at eight and forced to attend church with our Mormon families when my mom was out of town. Our neighbors were Mormon. Most of the people we hung out with and the guys we dated were Mormon. I feel like I'm getting a little wordy here. I'm just going to bullet point this for you. If you choose to share this, I hope you'll abridge it. Well, I haven't abridged it because I couldn't take out the thing you said about Jesus juice. That was too good. (laughs) And I love all these points, so I'm reading them all. Okay. I once forgot my dress in hopes that I wouldn't have to go to church when staying with my aunt. She found a dress for me to wear and made me go anyway. The girls that sat behind me made fun of me and whispered shitty things while sitting in whatever class I was in. I was mortified. This wasn't new either. My whole life in the church was like this, bullied and shamed by the women. And you get told, oh, you shouldn't judge the church by the members. Fuck off. (laughs) Right? Like, for me, I was very much judged as well. I think I've mentioned this before in a past episode, but... Even being like seven years old and wearing a two-piece, two-piece bathing suit instead of a one-piece, I was so made fun of and mocked and judged by the other girls in the ward. So this is a very real thing and I experienced it as well. I dated my fair share of Mormon dudes and I relate so damn hard. It was slightly different for me. I didn't have the expectations of modesty and religious devotion. I was a separate kind of ass that didn't have such dire consequences. Because there were, are a plethora of stories I'd like to give you the highlight reel. I had a good Mormon boy dare me and three of my friends to swap bras with the lights off. I'm also in the tiggle old bitty club. <laughs> Welcome. So we did, only to find out that he had recorded us with his night vision video camera. I'm that old. Oh my gosh. It circulated our whole town. I'm sure he made copies, but he would never fess up when I confronted him. I showed up at parties with people from other schools, and that's how my best friend and I were recognized. I smashed the shit out of one copy at a party and slapped the guy trying to play it for everyone. I never did anything about it because I didn't want to be the girl who told or get in trouble for taking my top off. Ugh, don't you hate that so much? Like, you're the one that's going to get in trouble because you took your top off, whereas this absolute piece of garbage person recorded you with a night vision camera. Ugh, I... Wow, I know I I know that feeling, I don't know that experience, but I know that feeling and I hate it and I'm sorry you had to deal with it. I had a di- I had a guy I dated break up with me because I wasn't a member. I dated another guy that always whipped his dick out and asked me for a hand job. It was the first one I ever saw when I was fifteen and he was eighteen and his dad was a bishop. Like Ew. I, mm, I'm just remembering when I was 15 and first of all, like that seems like a big age difference, 18 and 15. And then just whipping it out. I mean, have, (laughs) have a little game, right? But also gross. Like she's 15. Stay away. Oh, ew. Okay. A couple more horror stories. First blow job I gave was to my quote-unquote best friend at the time. He was usually drunk and fucking half the population at my high school. He quit talking to me when he started getting ready to go on his mission. He recently contacted me and asked if I wanted to have an affair with him. Classy. What is wrong with these people? I... Gross. I went out with two returned missionaries. One asked me to dress sexy and show up at his work to give him a ride home. And she writes, yes, it's pathetic on my part, but no, it's not pathetic on your part. I, I would have done the same thing. Like, it's not pathetic when you think you like someone or you want attention and this is how you've been told you get it. You're either dressing sexy or you're being the super, super, super good Mormon and maybe secretly doing sexy stuff. Like, it. wasn't pathetic on your part. I did, and then he asked me if I was wearing panties, and then proceeded to fondle me under my skirt while I was driving, and I was wearing them. Also, panties can be such a dirty word. (laughs) Yeah. This dude and I used to mess around a lot. He had only been home for about a month, and he gave me fucking carpet burn on my ass. Oh, ow. Then he invited me to a bonfire. He ignored me the whole time and hung out with this other girl. They got married in the temple a few months later, and after a couple kids, swingers, rumors, and church activities, he caught her in bed with someone else. (laughs) Side note, there are whispers of a secret Mormon swingers club in my hometown involving a few of the aforementioned fellas. Um, No, I think that's actually a thing. I've heard about, there's like different swingers clubs just in different cities. I... Obviously, I've never been to one because I'm not Mormon and I'm not married, but I've heard of them. So, yeah, I think there's some validity to that. Also, that guy's a douche, and I have experienced guys like that as well. And it's like they'll use you for something, and then it's almost like they think you're dirty, and then they get together with someone who's quote-unquote worthy. The other RM I went out with just kept asking me for a blowjob. That's a no, because yes, There was a lot of titty-fucking with these guys. <laughs> I hate it. The Mormon guys I grew up with could be fucking random girls on a Saturday night and then serving sacrament the next morning. One of these dudes asked me at a farewell if he had fucked this girl the night before because he couldn't remember. This is the Mormon culture that poisoned my town. That's crazy. I See, I guess because I grew up in Orem, as far as I knew, that wasn't a thing. Like, there wasn't, I, as far as I knew, there weren't people, like, having sex and drinking. But I can totally see that being a thing in a different area of the world. Also, the guy with the video camera recorded another guy, who is now a bishop, hooking up with a girl I knew she was a little heavier and he showed everyone like i just don't get it like how people think it's okay like that's a literal crime to video like to record someone doing something sexual without their permission and then to share it like the, these things you're telling me some of them are actual crimes it's ugh, crazy um oh how how funny that's your that's your next line she says these are literal crimes crimes if this happened to one of my daughters i would be so legally after these assholes anyway mormon culture fucked up my upbringing not to mention any of the guilt from my family about going back to church i lived in spain and i think it's the only reason i no longer have the residual effects you two are making a difference. I love listening to your podcast but I because I relate on so many levels and please keep it coming. I recommend your podcast to my cousin defectors all the time. Oh, thank you. And she says, And in the name of Jesus Christ, amen. From Lexi. Um, Lexi, thank you so much for those stories. I feel like they were literal horror stories. And um, Sarah and I have said, many times on this show that we have been treated badly more often than not by Mormon men versus non-Mormon men. And that's not to say that there aren't crappy men everywhere and good men everywhere, right? But stories like these are so common. And the reason that it takes a while for us to hear about them is because the shame and the guilt is placed on the woman. So I totally get it. I totally understand. And I really appreciate you writing in and being vulnerable and telling us about all that you went through. Well, that's it for this week's mini episode. Please feel free to write us, notsomollymormonpodcast at gmail.com. And keep busy, stay safe, wash your hands. We'll get through this together. Talk to you guys later. Bye.